All right, here we go. Are you ready for some exciting motorcycle news? No? Yes? Me too. On today's program, we've got a study about the dangers of motorcycle versus horseback riding, Yamaha donating some big money to an awesome kids program, how Ducati is weathering the pandemic, king of the baggers race news, two, caught them two concept prototype bikes from the future, and last but not least, Royal Enfield news for you Himalayan lovers. Yes, I am trying new things. This is episode two after all, but enough about me. Let's crank this thing. We all know that riding a motorcycle is inherently dangerous. It's a heightened risk we, as riders, accept in order to enjoy our favorite pastime. But according to one study, apparently, riding a motorcycle isn't as dangerous as some other activities. The U.S. National Trauma Data Bank, phew, what a name, has published a list of reasons as to why people in the U.S. end up in the hospital due to some kind of injury. The study found that even though riding a motorcycle isn't without its dangers, statistically, it is less dangerous than, say, skiing or riding a horse. In that study, motorcycle injuries accounted for 0.14 of 1,000 hours of riding, as opposed to horse riding, which had 0.49 injuries in the same time frame. And this is just speculating, of course, but motorcycle riding is much more regulated than some of these other activities, and perhaps the numbers speak to that. Most places require you to pass an exam and skills test before you're allowed to ride, so there's at least some form of organized training involved. And the MSF rider coach in me hopes that we as riders take this news to heart and continue or even increase our safety awareness while on the road. Here's to riding safe out there. One of the major pillars of learning how to ride a motorcycle is balance. It's so important, in fact, that the Motorcycle Safety Foundation requires having experience on a bicycle before participating in their basic rider courses. Because if you cannot balance something as light as a bicycle, how do you hope to keep a 450-pound machine upright? With that in mind, Yamaha has announced that they will be donating $30,000 to the All Kids Bike Program in California and Georgia. The program is designed to teach kindergartners how to ride a bicycle, which encourages balance, mobility, and confidence. The funding goes toward providing the program with helmets, balance bikes, teacher bikes, and pedal conversion kits. The program can be easily included in schools and works with the SHAPE America National Physical Education Standards. Included are eight lessons, teacher training, and certification. There are 350 schools across 45 states with all-kids bike programs, and 50 more are in the works. Yamaha is pretty smart to participate in this, no doubt hoping that the next generation of motorcycle riders will remember their time in these classes fondly, as well as who was responsible for providing all the gear that kept them safe. A peculiar thing happened during the first year of the pandemic. While sales in the hospitality industry cratered due to the various safety mandates around the world, something the industry still attempted to recover from, motorcycle sales saw significant growth. Even Harley-Davidson got in on the free-for-all. And surprisingly, not from their stagnant cruiser lineup, but from the newly released Pan America, 
which has been the number one selling adventure motorcycle in America for the past several months, beating out the likes of BMW GS and Triumph Tiger lineups. But the biggest news has to be the record sales coming from Ducati. The first quarter alone had 33% growth, with the second quarter at 43% spike. According to Ducati Vice President of Global Sales and After Sales, Francesco Melicia, and I quote, Ducati closed the first nine months of the year with sales volume that are already higher than the whole of 2020, both in terms of motorcycles and after-sale products, that's clothing, accessories, parts, etc. And what's leading the way? The Ducati Multistrada V4, followed closely by Scrambler 800, Street Fighter V4, and Monster, respectively. But Ducati is not stuck looking back. They're already preparing for next year with updated versions of their Multistrada V2 and Scrambler 1100. The brand is more solid and appreciated than ever, and we are already focused on the next year, Melissa concluded. In fact, in these weeks, we are presenting the news for the coming year to the world through the Ducati World Premiere 2022 web series. Have you heard of the King of the Baggers? No? Well, let me tell you what it is. You know those giant highway touring, big side, hard case hauling, giant speaker blaring, massive wind deflector wearing bikes your uncle rides on the weekend with his new girlfriend? Yeah, you know which ones I'm talking about. Now imagine plucking a few of them out of the parking lot of your local biker bar and slamming them down in the middle of the toughest motorcycle racing circuit and then letting the craziest racers this side of Guy Martin pilot them at MotoGP speeds. That's King of the Baggers, and its popularity is causing Moto America to expand the schedule to add another race for 2022 at the Daytona International Speedway. It will now be a six-race championship at three different tracks from last year with an additional three rounds. If you're curious and want to attend, the races will be starting in March of 2022. In the meantime, I believe you have a date with YouTube. Award-winning industrial designer Siu Wei Chen has come up with a cool new concept motorcycle that would be purpose-built for rescue scenarios in tunnels and other tight spaces. You should see this thing. It's straight out of the Akira movie poster. You know, the one where the main character is walking toward his futuristic red bike? It looks like that. It's called the Tunnel Keeper, and it's part of a whole system that Chen envisions would have multiple stations with riders standing by to deploy anytime there's an accident or some other emergency. It's an electric bike, so it would be charging the whole time it's not being in use. It has connectors to firefighting hoses, smoke dissipators, fine mist sprayers, a stretcher that can turn into a sidecar for transporting injured people and other useful features. I'm not gonna lie to you, it's amazing and you should definitely check it out for yourself. It's anyone's guess whether this would ever become a reality, though I wager likely not. However, it's nice to see people finding a good use for motorcycles other than it simply being a recreational hobby or just a commuter. To continue our dive into concept motorcycles, H2 Motronics are developing a motorcycle that uses a different form of alternative fuels. Their hydrogen-based prototype is 25% lighter than an electric alternative, 
It's incredible considering they have to cram into this performance machine a hydrogen fuel cell, 23 liter tank, a compressor, a humidifier, and measuring and control instruments on top of all the other standard motorcycle components. The prototype is currently going through a test phase and if everything goes well, it will debut in the spring of 2022. to bring us down to earth for the last story. Royal Enfield just confirmed its plans to bring out the rumored Himalayan 650. While the 411cc version has sold extremely well, mainly due to its rugged handsome looks and low price tag, the consensus was that though it was a tough little machine, Royal Enfield should do something about its measly 25 horsepower output. There's talk of two separate versions coming out, one geared toward the off-road market, as the 411 versions seem to be, and one that's made to be essentially a sports tourer, minus the sports part, one would imagine. This is Royal Anfield after all. Having ridden the 411 version, I was pleasantly surprised by its comfort and overall capabilities as an all-around towner or a soft tourer, and as many have demonstrated, it's more than capable of going off-road. According to rumors, however, we'll have to wait and see about this new 650 version for some time, as there are no official plans to unveil this bike until well past next year. And that is the last story of the week. Stick around though, as I'm going to drop some info on spooky Halloween-inspired moto events happening this weekend. Trail pros out in Charlotte Hall, Maryland are having a family fun Halloween day trail ride. Lake Sugar Tree Motorsports Park in Axton, Virginia have the District 13 MX Series Halloween Bash. There's the AMA Texas State Championship in motocross out in Conroe, Texas. In Wilmington, Illinois, there's a motocross competition the Arsenal MX Series. Baja Acres in Millington, Michigan have the Monster Mash, and Wabash Cannonball Moto Club in Wabash, Indiana have the Halloween Bash. Sand Dollar Motorcycle Club is running the 39th Pumpkin Run, and there's a Spring Valley Spooktacular happening in Clyde, Texas. And that about wraps it up for us, for you and me, this little chat. Thank you for listening to me blab about motorcycle news. I hope you enjoyed it. Please check out the link in the description where you can support this little podcast. I have a cool little illustration coffee book that has just come out. That's all about motorcycles. It's called Ride Fast, Die Last, Moto Culture Illustrated. And you can get it on Amazon or Lulu.com if you prefer. My name is Dmitry Pavlovsky, and this has been Moto News Radio.